even when getting started, a lot of times we justify, oh, I need recovery. I can't mm-hmm. overwork myself. I need to recover. I need to recover. I need a day off or I need this off. One thing I learned during the 75 hard is our bodies do amazing things. Yes. If you take care of it. Yes. Do we need to grow into the workouts? Do we need to condition our bodies for those workouts? Absolutely. But let's be very careful in justifying days off because you're a little bit sore and tired. Sometimes those are the best days to get back out and to do something. Now, when you just start, maybe it's, hey, I'm going to get in and I'm going to actually do resistance training two to three days a week. But the other days, I'm going to get up in that window that I've set aside that you talk about that time in that window. Now I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to, Hey, I'm going to do walk runs, whatever physical condition you can do, but at least get out and do so. Hey, I'm going to do a yoga. But what I would do is I would protect that hour a day, hour and a half, 30 minutes, whatever it is that you say, protect that six to seven days a week. Maybe give yourself a a day, give yourself day seven, but protect that window mm-hmm. six days a week and do something, yeah. something mobility, some cardio, something, because you can do things that not only allow you to do something the next day, but help you do something mm-hmm. the next day. So I was at the lake with this weekend with a couple other dads and their boys, just, just me and four, three other dads, and uh, we were all just sitting there talking and kind of like what we do on the podcast. Really, it was just it was basically that all weekend, and uh, they were talking about how like working out again and getting back into it and how it's been so long. You know, life got in the way, and for whatever reason, they just gotten away from it. And so it was just interesting having the discussion with them about how do you, you know, we, we spend so much time and we've spent so much time, which is great, talking about the importance of working out and the benefits and different, you know, elements of it. And I think that's great to hear that. But if you've never done it before, if you've never really trained, if you or it's been a while since you trained, it's a big mountain to climb. Yeah. It, it can be daunting. It can be like, well, I don't even know where to start. So that's what I want to talk about today is if somebody's in that position, if we've convinced people these last few weeks the importance of working out, but they just have no clue. They're, they're paralyzed by just the amount of information that's out there. And where do I even start? Mm-hmm. I, I also want to recognize that you're now in that phase of life that a bunch of dads are sitting around <laughs> talking about, man, it's been a while since yeah. I worked out. I really need to get back into it. You're at that phase now, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. fun. Yeah, because I still think of myself as a college guy. Yeah, like I like still, college was in my yesterday. Head, in my head, I'm still 16. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like college was yesterday, where yeah. we were just you know working out was easy. That's just yeah. what we did. Yeah, but it's been 11 years now, 12 years now since yeah. I was there, and so you're right. It's like we're in that phase now of we've gotten away from it, mm-hmm. and so again, I I I never have thankfully for whatever reason my brain just worked in a way that this has always been important to me for the last mm-hmm. 20 years of my life. Mm-hmm. But I've worked with a lot of people that they're in this phase that you're probably in if you're listening to this or that you were in a year ago, Tyler, where it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Now, you're a little bit different because you had so many years of experience. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk to the person today who's been out of the game for either a long time or has never been in the game at all. Yeah. Yeah. And and where do they even begin? Mm -hmm. I think it's good, too. Right. I mean, 
you, you said it. It's we, we went through all these things on how and why and the mm-hmm. things and you know things you can apply and things you can learn and you know the importance of this, importance of that. But like sometimes we just got to go back to the beginning. Like That's right. Get started. Back to basics. Yeah. yeah. So I'm talking to those dads from this weekend, I'm talking to you listening if, if it's been a while. Uh, and so that's the discussion I want to have today. But before we jump into it, did want to thank our partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, Sleep Number, yeah. which this couldn't be a better partner for this topic and all topics we discuss mm-hmm. and the importance of sleep. And nobody's done it better at this point than Sleep Number with their technology, with their science, with their innovation, with their desire they see how big of a problem this is traditionally and everything to do their entire mission is to improve our sleep quality because they know just like you and I know, just like people listening to this know how important sleep is for your day and how produ- much more productive you are if you can get good sleep. So I actually have my app pulled up right now and I'm looking at my, all the different data and feedback that it gives me the, uh, the uh, sleep number smart bed. What was your uh, what was your sleep number score last night? Uh, 63. 63. Yeah, okay, great. so I beat you. Mine was 78. Yeah. But mine's typically in the 70. As good as I think I sleep, yeah. that's the interesting thing about this bed is it gives you so much detailed feedback yeah. that, you know, like, like for instance, I'm looking here, it says, you know, my restful sleep. So my total sleep was seven hours and 24 minutes, but my restful sleep was six hours and 12 minutes. So I'm sitting there thinking, I don't remember being restless. I don't remember really, you know, being, uh, being conscious or waking up, mm-hmm. but that just shows like how much movement or moving around I was doing. It even tells yeah. you when you, when you leave the bed, it tells you, you know, it gives you, um, things like your heart rate while you're sleeping, your heart rate variability, your breathing rate. So again, they go deep into the science of sleep, yep. gives you this real time feedback that you can have literally on your phone so that you can make some adjustments the next day if things aren't, if your sleep number score is not the greatest. So right. get yourself to a sleep number store, get yourself to sleepnumber.com. We are very, very grateful for their partnership yes. um, and, and the things that they're doing for, for health and wellness. And then our, obviously our second partner, uh, Tyler's coined a phrase for them. I'm surprised we haven't seen it on billboards yet. I'm sure we will soon. Well, well, it's because I've copyrighted it. Nobody can use it <laughs> unless I bless it. You haven't given them the permission yet. And, of course, we're talking about Choctaw Casino Resort. It's summertime yeah, yeah. here in Texas, which means it's hot, which mm. means it's a great spot to go. They've got this massive new resort-style pool, swim-up bar, hotel to the max with great rooms. Obviously, the casinos, which, which is obvious. They've got sports bars. They've got restaurants. That's a mecca yeah. for summertime hangout. Yeah, I had a conversation actually this weekend um, with uh, one of the guys at my gym, and he was he was saying, yeah, you know, um, my wife and I just, we're like, we needed to get away, but we didn't want to take like a whole vacation. We just needed something that we could just go do. And it's like, we went up to Choctaw. And, he go, and he's like, I didn't know. He obviously doesn't listen to the podcast. He's like, <laughs> I didn't know that they'd just done a renovation. And we stayed, he's like, it was so nice. And he goes, this is the thing I love about it is – you have unlimited restaurant choices, you know, for where you're at on, on property, mm-hmm. there's, you know, eight plus restaurants, take your pick on what you want. And he's like, and the gaming, he's like, the new casino is so nice. It's light. It's there. It's not smoky. It's, I mean, it's just, he's like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I said, just wait. Cause they're about to renovate the other side. And I mean, this thing, 
Yeah. I mean, they're doing big things. Yes. Really, really big things. Yeah. There. Definitely the place to be this summer, no matter what your preferences are. Even if you don't like to gamble, there's yeah. something for you. More than enough to do. More than enough to do. So get yourself up. As Tyler always says, what's the phrase? Short drive up 75. There you go. So get yourself to Choctaw Casino Resort this summer and have yourself a great time. All right. Back to the discussion that we were having uh, that we want to have today. And, and again, this is geared towards the person that's a little overwhelmed. There's so much information out there. Where do I even start? And I think a good place to start, and I'd like to hear your, your intake or your take on this, but from experience of working with, you know, dozens of people who are on this path where you are listening today that have never worked out before, never trained before, don't really know what to do, where do they even start? And to me... It really starts with two questions. Why and what? And what do I mean by that? Why, why do I want to begin this journey? Why is this so important now? Why have I come to the place now in my life, whether I'm 55 or whether I'm 35, that training and getting physically fit is important? My hunch is, and, and most of the answers that I would get when I was a trainer was, it had something to do with my kids. Yeah. With these people's kids. I'm starting to get to a point where, you know, my father was this age whenever he passed away. And I don't want that for my kids. Yeah. Something along those lines. So for whatever it is for you, it's understanding why this is all of a sudden important to you. So for you, Tyler, you started, you know, you shared before, you started your fitness journey again after again. a break. Yeah. Last year. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming what drove you into the gym initially was a, a reason why. Mm. What was that reason for you? Yeah, it was to be a better dad. I mean, it, and it really was. Uh, it was, I was not, I was just not myself. Um, as I mentioned a few episodes back, I was struggling. Um, I was struggling, honestly, with depression, with motivation. There was a lot of things. And so it, it manifested itself in a way with my kids that I just wasn't proud of and mm -hmm. as a husband. And so for me, it was, I just recognized, listen, like this is like, I don't want to be binge watching TV shows at night for as long as I can. So I don't have to go to sleep. So I don't have to wake up the next morning and start the day over. Mm -hmm. um, and I recognized, look, this is, this is not a healthy place. Um, and I just, you know, I just took, I took role of, okay, hey, what, what in my life has changed that has gotten me to this point? And, you know, number one was, I think, you know, my spiritual walk was not where it wanted to be, but then like really tangible, like, okay, hey, what, one of the things that I've always done was be very consistent with my physical training. Mm -hmm. And I, and I have been very inconsistent for three years. And so it was, uh, it was one of those things that was like, all right, finally it's time because like, I'm just tired of feeling this way. And I'm, I'm tired of constantly feeling like I'm disappointing my kids and my wife mm -hmm. and, and it's not their fault. It's not, they're not demanding too much of me. It's, it's on me. So what do I need to do? Like, what, what do I need to change? And it's crazy how quickly it changed. Like I, I literally am in bed at like nine 30 now most nights um, because I'm excited about my 5am workout. Like I'm excited to get in because I'm excited for that 
feeling at 6 30 7 o'clock when i'm just like ready to go because yeah. i've already got my workout in and i just feel different constantly mm -hmm. when i when we have people over and we get in the pool like i'm not like ashamed to like take my shirt off and i'm just like Ugh. like it's and that's that's a that's a very shallow but that also is one of the benefits that just kind of right. adds to like, okay, I'm not like ashamed yeah. to go do something. I'm not ashamed to go play basketball. Or I'm not ashamed to go because I'm like nervous about like, oh, this guy used to be a professional athlete. Like, look at him now. Mm -hmm. I, it's just, it's just, it snowballed of the positive benefits that I had hoped that it would, but it, how quickly it turned was, that's what shocked me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's interesting because your why was so tied into other people. It was tied into yourself personally, yeah. but how yourself yeah. can benefit others. Yeah. And that got you more motivated. That got you into the yeah. gym way more than – not that there's anything wrong with having physical, like the way I want to look goals. For sure. Because that still drives me to this day, yeah. 20 years in. Yeah. I still want to look good. Yeah. But the driver that wakes me up in the morning, like you, is yeah. my kids. It's 100%. feeling good. I, I yeah. just know how much better I feel. Mm -hmm. Now, it took me a little bit to get there, and it's going to take you a little bit to get there if you've never mm -hmm. worked out before. You're, the first two weeks, you're going to hate life because yeah. you're like, I'm sore all the time. Yep. This is so much effort. I'm just not seeing results quickly. That's why it's so important to tie into a why yeah. that's super strong. And a why that's sustainable because, like you said, the cosmetic aspect. I, I could look at myself in the mirror every single day and be like, ugh, like I need summers coming up. And But the thing is, is it's like, all right, I want to go eat that pizza and have that drink. Or do I want to look good? Yeah, I want to have that drink and eat the pizza. Yep. Like there was nothing that was – there was nothing that was sustainable enough that could overpower the impulsive decision of like immediate gratification mm -hmm. and working out and training is not immediate gratification, right? Like it is a, it is a long-term change that is worth it, but it's hard to see that if you're just looking like, Oh, I want to look better. Right. Because it's a, it takes a long time to look better. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, that's, you got to have some short-term wins. Yeah, exactly. And and feeling good, more mm -hmm. energy, better sleep, all of those things, those come way before you start seeing like right. the the, the superficial yeah. benefits yeah. of it. And the what question what question ties mm -hmm. into the why? Yeah. The what am I hoping to get out of this? Yeah. So why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. But also what am I hoping to achieve? Yeah. And so it's establishing those two things as your foundation. Why am I doing this? Because of my kids. What am I hoping to achieve? I'm hoping to be a better father. Yeah. I'm hoping to feel better. I'm hoping to be out of less, you know, less pain. Yep. I'm hoping to look better. Mm -hmm. Those are the what's that I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. And it's good because I think the why is the get started. Right. The what directs you the, into what yes, path. Yes, exactly. The what guides your path. Yes. The what is your map. Yeah. If I know what I want ultimately... Even if I have no clue how to train it, I, it gives me some sort of guide. Now mm -hmm. I can call on the right resources mm -hmm. to help me get down that path. Yep. If I want to be, you know, less pain, you know, move better, be more mobile, I intuitively understand, well, maybe yoga is a path that I need to go down. Maybe CrossFit's a path I need to go down. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, that narrows my field. Now it's not such a big yeah. wide tall mountain yeah now i'm able to narrow in okay here's the modality i'm going to use right. to get there mm -hmm. because these are this is what i want to accomplish yep. so it, you're 
the goal is that you're trying to make that mountain that just a funnel, little less right it's that right. funnel like the big the top of the funnel is like okay it's it's your it's your why yep and then the what will help really narrow that focus mm-hmm. to say all right, I need to get a personal trainer and it needs to be functional strength right. or it needs to be power or it needs to, whatever it is, you know, like you said, I, I need to do uh, yoga or I need to go do like a hit class because I just want to be in better shape. Like I need a cardiovascular or maybe it's like, hey, now I need to start training for a marathon because because that's whatever it is, right? right. But I, I agreed that that what really guides you. Here's an example. My, my dad... Um, just started CrossFit about a month and a half ago. Um, prior to that, I think the last time he actually worked out, other than like some walking here and there, was before I was born. Oh wow! So, so thirty six years took took thirty eight, but thank 38 you thirty eight years. <laughs> so that's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me. Yeah, you're welcome. You, uh, you don't look a day over thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was one of those things that his why was okay. You know, I'm 72 years old, be 72, 71 years old. And he's like, okay, I, I feel like I need strength. Like I'm at a point where he's always just kind of grown man to everything. Like my dad always had the strongest grip, could always lift everything, could always move everything. I've never seen him struggle with anything. And I think now he's at the, at the age, he goes, okay, I don't want this to decline because his dad um, who was a, uh, green beret was a beast, like a beast in the military. And then he ended up hurting his back and he became really immobile. Mm. And so he like later in life at my dad's age, he was, he, he kind of sat in his chair all day long. Like that's what he did. Cause he was just in pain all the time. And I think my dad is just like, like I've got grandkids, like, this is the golden years of my life. I've worked my tail off my entire life. I want to enjoy this and I need strength to be able to do the things that I want to do. So he started doing CrossFit. Now he started slow, like you said, but his why is like, Hey, I need to be stronger. Mm -hmm. I need to have some strength. Okay. Now what is, okay. I need, well, I guess the why is I want longevity and I want to be, I want to be able to do things. My what is I need to be stronger. So CrossFit is like, okay, I've, I've never done any lower body. I need CrossFit is something that yes, like, because I'm doing it, like it's kind of cool cause we get to do it together and we get to talk about it, but his lower body strength, that's a big focus in that. And some mobility and just things that he's not done takes him. It's going to take him a long time to get into it, but it's just really cool to see already the progress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fact that like he's now doing squats with a bar on his back. Uh, that's amazing. That's 71 years old. At 71 years old. That's amazing. It doesn't matter the weight, but like it's, he's going to progress, yeah. which is really cool. That is cool. Yeah. So that funnel analogy, that's, that's the start. And again, the goal here is to try to funnel it down into a compact size that I can attack. Yeah. And so yep. you start with a why you start with a what the next phase of the funnel, getting us down a little bit lower. Now you got to look at your time that you can commit. Mm-hmm. What is your personal circumstance? Do you have four kids like Tyler and Literally, your only time to work out is first thing in the morning. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to do it. Right. Maybe you're a single person and you've got all the time in the world. Yeah. Whatever time you commit. So that's the time of day, I guess you would say. But also, how many days per week can I commit to this? I think a big mistake people make, and we talked about it in in the Atomic Habit series, 
is you want to go balls to the wall immediately right out of the yep. gate. Yep. Not realizing that this is a lifetime. Yeah. This is a this is a, the old cliche. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. This is something you're going to be doing for the rest of your life, ideally. Yeah. yeah. So to sit here and think I'm going to go from zero days to every day of the week or even five days a week, slow that down a little bit. Yeah. I know that's the tendency. I know that's it's so enticing to want to just jump headfirst in. And maybe you're the type of person that you can handle. That's great. But majority of people can't handle that. In my experience, the majority of the people need to start slow. And so two to three days a week is better than no days a week. Yeah. You know, you think you need, oh, I need, I need to go every day or else I'm a failure. No, that's not true. Start that habit slow and, and whatever works, because if it doesn't work with your schedule, if you're trying to fit Tyler's schedule, you're trying to fit Ben's schedule, that's yeah. not realistic. Yeah. You have to look at your time constraints. Yeah. What is it? How is it personal to you? Yeah. I think one, some advice that I got actually when I started CrossFit um, from a, a guy that um, owned some CrossFit gyms and he said, all right, as you're, as you're going through this and learning what, it, you know, CrossFit or whatever, and this applies to everything is do you want to be doing this the rest of your life? I mean, hopefully your answer is yes. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, no, I just want to do three months, and then I'm going to be yeah. done. Like, <laughs> no. Everybody innately, you're like, yeah, obviously I want to do this the rest of my life. So, okay, so let's just say you have 10,000 workouts in you in the rest of your life. I don't know if that math is correct or not. Uh, but he's like, when you go in the gym and you're questioning, do I do this or do I not do this? You need to ask yourself, is what I'm about to do right now going to prohibit me from getting my 9,999th workout tomorrow? Yeah, that's good. Is this going to prevent me from that? If it is not, then go through it, push through it. Right. But if it is going to prevent me from getting that workout in tomorrow, Mm. that's when you need to be smart about it. Right. You know, and like in in CrossFit, it's like, okay, instead uh, instead of doing box jumps, do step ups. Mm hmm. Instead of doing um, power cleans, you know, maybe just do some kettlebell swings. I mean, whatever it is, right? right? Like, how do you scale that down to allow yourself the next day? But one thing I will say, though, is a lot of times we need to be very careful, even just getting started. And I don't want to, like, scare people off. Even when getting started, a lot of times we justify, oh, I need recovery. I can't Mm -hmm. overwork myself. I need to recover. I need to recover. I need a day off or I need this off. One thing I learned during the 75 hard is our bodies do amazing things. Yes. You take care of it. Yes. Do we need to grow into the workouts? Do we need to condition our bodies for those workouts? Absolutely. But let's be very careful in justifying days off because you're a little bit sore and tired. Sometimes those are the best days to get back out and to do something. Now, when you just start, maybe it's, hey, I'm going to get in and I'm going to actually do resistance training two to three days a week. But the other days... I'm going to get up in that window that I've set aside that you talk about that time in that window. Now I'm going to go for a walk mm-hmm. or I'm going to, Hey, I'm going to do walk runs, whatever physical condition you can do, but at least get out and do so. Hey, I'm going to do a yoga. But what I would do is I would protect that hour a day, hour and a half, 30 minutes, whatever it is that you say, protect that six to seven days a week. Maybe give yourself a, a day, give yourself day seven, but protect that window mm-hmm. six days a week and do something, yeah. something mobility, some cardio, something, because you can do things that not only allow you to do something the next day, but help you do something mm-hmm. the next day. Yeah, that's good. 
I like that. Protecting that time so that it's it's ingrained habit. It's, it has to become sacred. That's just it's it's it like does. the dog when yeah. it hears the bell. Like I yeah. know at this yeah. time, this is what I'm I'm doing yeah. something yeah. to improve my physical yeah. health during this time. Yeah. That's yeah. good. All right, working down our way down the funnel a little bit further. Now let's look at our history, fitness history. What does my past look like? Have I never trained a day in my life? Am I a recovering football player <laughs> <laughs> who it was literally my job to train, and, uh-huh. but I've just taken the last few years off since I got transitioned from the sport? What is your personal physical fitness history? That's going to help determine yeah. what path you go down. Now, your father-in-law, father? Father-in-law, dad. father. Yeah. Yeah, your dad, he took a 30-plus year break. Yeah. And so when he started CrossFit, mm-hmm. to your point, he couldn't just go day one to box jumps yeah. or putting a barbell on his back and squatting. Yeah. He had to take into account his personal physical fitness mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. and start at a level that was appropriate that's for right. his history. Yep. So that's what you want to think about is, again, it goes back to that, the second phase of time, yeah. balls of the wall, uh, like Tyler described so well. Maybe you are working out every day, but it doesn't mean every day's balls the wall. No, that no, means no, no. Exactly. a walk on a day. And the history stretching. It's, means, it's important because my history is different than your history is different right. than their history. Like your your health journey, and I'm not even going to say fitness journey. Your health journey is totally unique to you. So you have to be smart about it. It may be literally like on leg day, it's sitting down into a chair and standing up, mm-hmm. and sitting down into a chair and standing up doing that 20 times. That may be for you because of your history. You may have hip issues. It has to be specific to you. So again, be recognizing that. And just because one of your buddies or your son or your neighbor, they do this, doesn't mean you need to mirror that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, is, whatever is appropriate for you and understanding where you are in a safe yet productive manner, you have to take your history into account. Yep. Agreed. And so now we're down to the last phase of the funnel. And this is where it really gets narrow. We touched on this a bit ago. But so far, we've laid the groundwork of before you even start. Yep. Why am I doing this? What am I hoping to accomplish? How much time can I really commit to this? And what does my fitness history look like? These are all things you've thought about and established before you even step foot mm-hmm. into whatever training facility you're going to. Mm-hmm. Now it's deciding what do I even want to, like, what do I even like to do? Yeah. What am I drawn towards? What are my preferences? For me, weightlifting has always been very comfortable. It's always been something I've been drawn to. You ask my wife, it's pretty foreign to her. It's not something she's really into. So maybe yoga is more her thing. Maybe CrossFit, maybe you love the community aspect of CrossFit and the idea of, you know, getting in there and getting after it and being competitive. Maybe that's your preference. Or maybe Maybe you just... Cycling. Maybe maybe it's cardio and you just want to do... Ultimately, it's finding what do you enjoy? Because again, this is like Tyler said, you're doing this, you're going to be doing this 10,000 times over the course of your life. It needs to be something that you look forward to doing, that you enjoy, that you, now that doesn't mean you don't try things. Go try something that's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Maybe you will like that. You won't know until you try. That's right. But it's having that preference. This is where it really narrows down to a certain uh, view of now you can really take it on head on. Yeah, and it's an important point. Like (laughs) if you're just like, Oh, I hate working out. I don't want to work out. I've never worked out. Um, I only want to do what's fun to me. Like, okay, that's a great place to start. And I think that's what's important to start. But Tiffany, and again, I, I hate being the like overzealous CrossFit guy, but Tiffany's nightmare 
is what CrossFit was. Right. And she decided like, I have, I, it's been so long for me. I need, I need to go be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And she's now at a point, dude, it's crazy. Like she's competitive. Like she's like, no, 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 I can't partner with you because you're too slow. Like you're going to hurt my, like not a competitive bone in my wife's body. And now like, she's like, because she tried something that she was uncomfortable with, it got her to a place that like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've got to do this. And then does it in the sense of accomplishment. So like, there's a balance there between saying, Hey, look, I want to go, I want to go do something that I enjoy doing that I know is, can be sustainable. Like I, I love cycling or I love rowing or I love what that's awesome. Go, go take advantage of that. Like go, go make that part of it. Don't be afraid to try something yep. that maybe you don't know that you think that you won't like. It's like, it's like kids when they try food for the first, yeah. like a, a certain food. Ooh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, have you tried these ones? <laughs> you ever tried these, uh, these, uh, Nick and Sam's sa- sprouts? these sautéed bacon <laughs> Brussels sprouts? Mm-mm, I bet you like them. You know what right. I mean? So it's, right. it's one of those things that don't shy away from something that maybe you feel like, Hey, I can't do it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. It doesn't look fun. Cause you may find something in that, that draws something out of you that you're like, I didn't know I could do yeah. that. Yeah. The brilliant thing about CrossFit for your wife's perspective is your wife is very social. She's, mm-hmm. she loves being with people. Yep. She loves community, you know, that community feel. Mm-hmm. So yes, the modality of CrossFit might have scared away, but yeah. what kept her coming yes. back yeah. was the community that she built. Yeah. That's the brilliant thing yeah. with it. So she found an element of CrossFit that she could jo- enjoy immediately. Yeah. Maybe she didn't like hang cleans immediately, yeah. but she loved that, you know, she got to work out with a workout partner yeah. and there was a, a, a group full of people that uh-huh. were into it with yeah. her. Yeah. That's what kept her coming back. 100%. If that's not your style, that's fine. Yeah. You know, maybe yoga is your thing because you still get that social. They're there, but aspect. you don't have to talk. Right. You don't have to talk. <laughs> In fact, you you've can. got an instructor leading you through the whole thing. Yeah. It's a good stretching. I mean, it's, yeah. it's intense, right? It's, that's a good place to draw. Yeah. Some people love weightlifting like me. Yeah. That's an intimidating thing if you don't have any guidance at all. Yeah. So you have to be, your personality has to be one that you're drawn to that challenge yep. of trying to figure this out. Yep. But the point is just finding, like Tyler said, it's the balance of knowing what you prefer, yeah. but also getting uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But hopefully that thing has elements that you do enjoy, even if it's yeah. not fully what you Yeah, and, I, and you, you bring up a great point. Like, look at it more than just what the activity itself is. Mm-hmm. Look at what, who am I from a personality? Because maybe, maybe you're an introvert and you like don't really like talking to people, but that doesn't mean that you going to the gym by yourself doing your own thing is necessarily the right path for you Mm -hmm. because it's, it's you're, I would say probably in the 1% of people that are really effective, just working out like on their own because you're, you're self-driven. You can do all these things. You're educated enough on it that it works, but like, it's really hard to not to have zero accountability from a community Maybe if you're just starting zero understanding experience, knowledge of it, Mm -hmm. and then to sustain it, like that's hard. Yeah. I would say I'm able to do what I do because I've been doing it for 20 years. Right. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly my goals now, (laughs) although I love working out with people. And in fact, you know, we did that as you guys know, we, we did the CrossFit work. I did went to Tyler's gym, did the cross. And I actually would see a lot of value in that. But on the other side, I'm like, I just need something that's most convenient for me. For What's sure. most convenient for me is a workout by myself in my garage. Yep. That's just how I can get it done mm. and knock it out. Yep. 
But for if I'm just sitting here thinking if I had never worked out, that would be the last place I would want to start. Yeah. It's by myself in my own home gym. Yep. That might feel comfortable because nobody's going to judge me. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking about consistency. I probably wouldn't be as consistent if I was somebody that had never worked out before. Right. So finding a community of people that are going to help hold you accountable mm-hmm. is huge. CrossFit yeah. gives you that. Yoga gives you that. Group fitness classes yep. give you that. I, I do want to caution people from jumping too headfirst into group fitness or into like Orange Theory type. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with them. They give you great workouts. The problem is there's one instructor with 15 people. Yeah. And if you're brand new, you need a little bit more guidance than yeah. those trainers are going to be able to give you. Again, not yeah. to trash. I'm sure there's great places, and I'm sure they do a good job. Mm-hmm. But just be mindful of that if, if yeah. that's the route you want to go. Agreed. It's just being – because, again, like Tyler said, am I, am I doing something today that's going to hinder me from coming back tomorrow? Mm-hmm. That's not what you want. Yeah. So I think the goal there is to find a community of people that are going to encourage you, something, elements of it that yeah. you do like if that's you're right. trying to jump into this. Yeah. So. Those are just some things I put together. These are things that we would discuss. You know, again, I was a personal trainer. When I would sit down one-on-one with somebody in their consultation, their very first meeting with me, these are the things I would go through because I wanted to understand where this person's coming from, where they've been, and what they're trying to get out of this. And those are the people that really were connected with why they started, really connected with what they wanted, and then they thought of these other things. Those are the people that typically saw the best results from it. Yeah. And so that's what I would encourage you is to start – you know, sit down and do some thinking about this. Why am I doing this? What am I hoping to get out of this? What's my history? All right, now I'm ready to go take the first step and just go take that step. That's, right. That's what we talk about all the time is taking action. Yep. You can sit here and analyze all day long, but ultimately you've got to get yourself in the gym. That's right. So find something that, gravi- that you gravitate towards. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that's something that, that's at least something you can think about. Uh, on your fitness journey, I, I'm a little jealous and envious, honestly, of people that have never worked out before and they're about to start. Because I remember the first time I walked into a gym and I remember those first few months and seeing the changes in my body and seeing how it felt. Like it's it's almost nostalgic, and I'm a little jealous of those people. Like you're in a great position right now. I know life's been hard. I know that you know it, it's extremely difficult to get into this. But flip the perspective and think how lucky you are. Yeah. Because you're about to see some amazing life changes yes. from the journey you're about I to just, start. I it, just, it, it's exactly right. And I went through it last year. The euphoria that comes from it, the difference in just how you feel. Yes, like you're going to see incremental changes physically, like, and that's awesome. But I mean, the impact that you feel in the first few weeks, even the soreness, like, and here's the thing. I, I tell my son this because my kids did the Murph or mm-hmm. most of it, um, and they were sore all week. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I was sore all week. <laughs> I said, hey, guys, that's good yeah. because that's your muscles rebuilding. You are now going to be stronger. Soreness is good. Mm-hmm. And people will ask me, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I love being sore. Yeah. When I'm Not only sore, physically stronger, now yes. mentally calloused yes. as well. Yeah. And I just I look forward to that. And, and not that I'm, like, disappointed if I'm not, but it's like – the right kind of sore. Now, hurt and sore are two different things. Right. Like, yeah, oh, my gosh, my shoulders and knees, or they hurt. No. But, like, actual muscle soreness, like, that's a good thing. And, and I'm, like you said, I'm kind of jealous of that, like, first two to three weeks where you're kind of sore all the time because it's like, yes, like, yeah. I'm making progress. Yeah. If you've never experienced it before, you're about to experience literally the best high you can ever yeah. experience. Yeah. Because it's. Not a, it's not a drug high where it makes you feel really good for a little bit and then it wears off and you got to get more. It's a high that's going to 
bleed over into every aspect and yeah. make every aspect of your life. It will better. elevate. And I, and I'm not saying, look, this is not going to fix. If you've got like some issues and you've got some challenges in life, this isn't the one stop shop for fixing it all. That's not what we're saying, but what it will do is, is it will raise the level of work of relationships. You can, it literally will bleed over into those and just raise your level of performance in those other areas. If you are taking care of this side of it. That's right. That's right. I'm excited for you. I'm jealous of you. Hopefully this episode is the kickstart that gets you into the gym and, and gets you in literally, I mean, onto your new life. And if you have any questions, DM us. Please. Like we're we're happy to to give our our feedback from our experience. Like, mm-hmm. look, we're not I'm definitely not a professional. Um Ben I mean, that's what he did for years and years and years. So he's got a ton of insight there. But like we'd love to just like, hey, here's here's our thoughts. Maybe try this. Yeah. If you have questions. Use us. Yeah. And sometimes you don't want to go to the experts, yeah. right? Sometimes you want the people that are yeah. just a step ahead of you. That's right. So find somebody in your community that yeah, maybe they've been working point. out for a month or two. That's a good point. And they can encourage you along. Sometimes that's a, that's a better person to seek out than, than the person who has it all figured out. So yes, like Tyler said, please reach out to us. We would love to discuss with you, but don't, you know, don't just limit it to experts. Yeah. Talk to people that are just a couple steps ahead of you. That's right. Technically they're more of an expert than you yep. if they're a step ahead of you. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed today. Have a great rest of the day. Get yourself out and move yeah. today. Get yourself out in the sun, uh, out in nature. You're going to feel better. I promise you it's going to, it's going to lead to a better day. So uh, like I said, have a great day. We will see you guys tomorrow.